0: Welcome to Biteside, I'm Seamus Byrne. The most obvious part of the work-from-home era has been the need to stare at webcams while wearing headsets to hear and be heard as clearly as possible. These are the tools we've either put up with in their most basic form directly through our built-in laptop parts... Or we've gone hunting for upgrades and sometimes found stores sold out of anything at all. Today, I'm talking to Andy Hurt, Managing Director of Poly ANZ, about his company's perspective on this shift in our needs. Poly has over half a century of pedigree in business-grade AV conferencing tools. It even made the communications headsets worn by the Apollo 11 crew when it landed on the moon. When office life was the norm, you probably used their equipment in a conference room or as a headset if you take lots of calls each day. Poly has had a lot of change in its own business over recent years, not just as the pandemic has seen it increase its availability of hardware designed for work from home users. The company used to be known as Plantronics and in 2018 acquired Polycom before changing its name in 2019. I'll stop the story there because I kick off the conversation with Andy by asking for his version of how Polly has evolved in recent years. Let's jump in there and let him explain the rest.
1: No, thanks for the the chance to explain that because you know, Polly has has changed its way um, over the last couple of years because we've evolved from. The origins of Polycom and Plantronics, two very strong brands in the unified communication space. Um, Polycom, with its heritage around video and video conferencing, and and being able to bring people together through through this type of medium through video and audio. Um, and two and a half to three years ago, uh, the company decided to merge with Plantronics, which is obviously the name. Um, of the headset company that uh, has had 60 years of, of evolving through building um, technology for headsets. Um, and bringing those two companies together has really formed a company that can really call itself a specialist in endpoint communication, so whether it be audio or video. So um, our, our mantra right now is being able to give people the freedom to work sort of seamlessly from wherever and, uh, and in a way, um, the, the last couple of years has sped up the evolution of people being able to really facilitate video and voice communication and, uh, and see the importance of, of quality endpoint end um, products to maximise that experience. We use a term uh, at Poly to make the experience equal regardless of whether you're in the room or out of the room, that a quality of experience is, is our mantra. So um, having having that professional level, I'm sure we've all been on video calls or, or audio calls where one or two participants have a low-grade quality product yeah. and you're always asking them to mute or, or, can you just mind going on mute because I can't, I can't hear the rest of the conversation going. And that, it's that weak link piece that, that we try and, and specialize in to make sure that the technology is being built to, to uh, limit that issue. Um, or maximise the experience that people are having. So the, the, the change of Poly um, since it became Poly um, uh, is that it has really evolved the, the technology from an endpoint perspective to ensure that that happens, whether it be wearing on the head, whether it be a speakerphone or a speaker device or it be a video device like this. Um, that's really where we specialise. And we're a global company. Uh, we, we are we have a, a massive footprint worldwide and i look after the business here in australia and new zealand excellent
0: uh look i always remember with the plantronics uh team i used to talk to you sometimes when you know when they talk about the pedigree going back to the apollo missions you're like yeah that's mm. some serious pedigree right <laughs> right there you know that's yeah. hard to argue with <laughs>
1: And it's and it's funny how some of that same technology is still embedded in the stuff we're doing today. I mean, the uh, as as you said, the, the the first real, I'll call it, com- commercial grade headset, where it really had a specific purpose to make sure that the voice was heard from the moon to a, to to a, to to, uh, to to earth. Um, was a pretty specialised and important role, and and we did it, and it worked, and it was and it was great. And that pedigree has has continued into the products that I'm using today.
0: Yeah, that's excellent. Um, so you know, Polly's kind of always had a very kind of business focus, um, mm. overall. So how things have kind of ad- adjusted over the past year, when people needed better headsets and cameras and things at home instead of just at their work mm. desks, you know, were you seeing people kind of grabbing what was on their desk and taking it home or did companies sort of help to invest in your equipment for that hybrid sort of arrangement?
1: So, Seamus, I'm going to answer that two ways um, because I think you're spot on. People 18 months ago grabbed whatever they could, got hold of anything they could, to try and ensure their businesses continued. So the business continuity plan was was really just grab what they could, (laughs) do the best with what they could. Um, And so you're getting video equipment or cameras or or audio equipment that was made specifically for conference rooms and being used by people at a desk like I'm using now. Um, And so it wasn't fit for purpose. It was just being grabbed and used. Over the last 18 months, people have realized actually there's some – better technology that can be used to get uh, a better experience and and uh, so from from that sort of panic and grab and and in, and embracing people have started to say well actually i i see that that did a really good job but not the best job and so therefore things had to change so we at poly actually did a bit of a shift because two years ago um, pre-pandemic we were on a uh, a path of developing equipment that was really being developed primarily for the office and secondary, really, was for home. So when this happened, the the, the R and D team did a really good job of shifting their attention to. Actually, there are some things we can do that actually can redevelop the product. Unfortunately, that couldn't happen overnight, yeah. but we're seeing, we're reaping the benefits today where we've come out with a large number of products that are specifically tweaked and uh, built for the personal use, not just home, um, where it's a personal use of, of technology, where it's more affordable. Uh, actually, and I'll, and I'll get back to this one in a sec, but better looking, because quite often when it's used at home, uh, it's it's used in a in a place where people can see it. But, yeah, you know it needs to be better looking. It needs to be um, smaller, but also more applicable to to the usage of a single person using it, not multiple people. So the technology was developed. The camera specifically is a little bit less in the wide angle view. It's much more of more focused in on the person sitting here, um, and the audio equipment is tweaked so it is able to uh, – we call it um, noise block AI or artificial intelligence where where it does actually fine-tune itself to actually blocking noises out that are more applicable to home than it would be in the office. For example, voice in the office is probably the primary distraction, whereas at home it's the whippersnapper outside, it's the lawnmower, it's the yes. it's the blender or the truck going past. And so it did, needed to be tweaked a little bit, a bit for that as well. So those kind of things um, were – Done by the R and D team to to ensure that we get really professional grade or, or or executive grade product development implemented and distributed. So we're seeing the, the benefit of that now.
0: Mm. Look, I've heard a lot of stories actually from companies, you know, enterprise companies, things like that, that have said act- that that R and D has been given a lot of you know, and again, you never want to sort of see it as you know an opportunity, but a crisis kind of leads to you know lots mm. of different things changing. But the way that R&D has had a lot of opportunities to, to work on things that were always kind of side projects in a, in a certain respect because it was like, well, that's not the core yep. thing we're selling right now. And then suddenly when it's like there's a real need out there, there is a demand, let's upgrade those, whether it's software, hardware, yeah, finding those angles that have actually mm-hmm. helped to drive this whole, I guess, work from home side of things a lot of years forward um, in terms of the capability of being able to do it easily.
1: Yeah, and Seamus, uh, the, the interesting thing for for me, I'm I'm on the, in the sales side of the organisation, which which involves a lot of conversations with a lot of customers, and uh, and what we're finding is the customers are becoming incredibly well informed, but also um, they really do already have the drive from the from their employees or the or the teams that are saying no, no, this is what I need, rather than. The company saying, this is what you need. Yeah. Um, and so it's driving it back into the businesses where they're saying, wow, ha- how do I meet that demand? Because they're becoming incredibly well informed in what they're wanting, whether it be a device that with a headset that feels and looks like this, that is specific to my work style, might be different to your work style um, or your preference, wearing an over ear or in ear or on ear. Or, you know, they're all different type of things that, um, that, that, our personal preferences, but the other part, which has been an incredible leapfrog over the last eighteen months, is people being very comfortable in front of a camera. Um, whereas two years ago, you'd go onto a meeting with three or four people, and two of them will be muting, and you'd never see them. Right? <laughs> yeah. So you'd, yeah. but people, and also the culture of meetings and the people that actually are involved in the meetings. Uh, are quite comfortable saying I'd prefer you have your your, your camera on because I want to see you. I want to see the interaction as you started with the conversation with us. Um, it's it's it would have been nice to shake your hand and say hi and and meet you face to face, but this is the next best thing. People are getting used to the camera, getting used to being able to drive this. So um, I think that's good. Mm. Uh,
0: now, alongside that whole you know make do aspect of the past year, I think. There's also certain almost competitors you're dealing with that wouldn't normally you have to think about. Like, you know, I mean, I'm wearing a gaming headset right now. I know, sort of, in that kind of environment, that's sort of different kinds of ways people talk about, you know, comfort or different things. But I know, you know, Polly, I guess, is a good example Mm. entirely designed for all day wearable headsets, things like that. You know, how do you feel like? Poly does really help to set itself apart when you're then pitching into that space of, you know, even in the home environment, what you're offering is actually a a better solution for the way someone might need to sit there and work.
1: So, Seamus, one of the things that we, what I try and do when I speak to someone about that is things might sound good for you. What you need to make sure you're doing is asking the question, is this sounding good for the person you're talking to? So, the microphone and the speakers in your headset have to work seamlessly together and they have to have technology that is specific about making sure they do the job right so your gaming headset may well sound terrific for you and i'm sure it does and it noise cancels a lot of the noise out to give you the best audio experience for you what we specialize in is marrying that up with the audio speakers and the microphone to ensure the technology built into the microphone does the best job it can to stop noise um, cancelling of those distracting pieces. For example, if I'm tapping away on my keyboard, the noise blocking will hear that, block that out, make sure that you can't hear that, and even though things are happening, rustling paper, the, as I mentioned before about a, um, a, a truck driving past or a, a bandsaw or a whippersnipper yeah. or a, a leaf blower outside, those noises are actually being cancelled out by the technology in our microphone. So, where we differentiate ourselves is the blend between comfort, the blend between um, having the right technology making it sound good for you but more importantly quite often it's the experience that that other people are having to have that equality of experience in that uh, communication experience that we're having now yeah
0: and look i can see as well from what you're wearing i i do feel like you know i'm I regularly feel like the weight of even this is quite uh, you know an yeah. advanced gaming headset I'm wearing it's like the weight of it slowly does feel like I get tired over the course of the day mm. you're it looks like you're wearing something that's far smaller yeah. tighter yeah. yeah like you know, just more comfortable and to keep wearing
1: because <laughs> yours yours is a more over ear this is an on ear yeah um, then we have other other technologies where where I actually have this particular one which which actually is just a single ear, um, and and it specialises actually in outdoor usage, yeah, because right. it's got it, it specifically. It's got a series of microphones built into the bar that is there to listen and noise cancel, and also to make sure that it's doing the job to stop wind noises and those kind of things going through it. Yeah, but funnily, it's it's just an in ear model. And you literally can wear that for quite a while. It mightn't be everybody's cup of tea and how they look when they're wearing it, but it really does a great job in doing that. The other part is, um, Seamus, is when people start using then a a, um, a when, not, when they not, they don't want to have the the headset anymore. They've had a bit of a headset fatigue moment. <laughs> they want to just have a have a good speakerphone if they're luxurious enough to have a room that that allows for no one else to be distracted. They can use a speakerphone in in, in that environment. So what, what I'm trying to articulate is that I think people have preference but not just one job fits everybody and it, whether it be in the office, whether it be, as I mentioned before, about the um, single ear when you're out and about or, or in transit or at home. I like this one for at home. Um, and it's specifically built for a wireless environment, no cords, no cables, um, and so I can be flexible in where I am seated and doing, but there's other technologies, and, and that's only your audio side, but then the video side, having different cameras that allow you to have the right angle and me looking straight at you instead of looking up using the, the camera from my um, my laptop, for example. Yeah. Um, you want to make sure that you've got the right, you know, the right experience at that yeah. level as well.
0: Look, I think you made a great point there, too, about actually thinking about how is it being received at the other end. As somebody who does a lot of podcasts, I have had a lot of times when, uh, you know, guests might not quite grasp Mm -hmm. that, you know, that it's not enough to just have a... A pair of earbuds in or sometimes they think the speakerphone mm. mode might be fine straight off their laptop and of course the quality is pretty crazy um, I'm sure people listening to this will will be able to tell that you're uh, you, you have the game covered a little bit better uh, given the the nature <laughs> of your technology so that's really
1: good <laughs> I, I've got a luxurious position to have that, that that option of having multiple alternatives but when I joined the company I, I was surprised we had so many lines of products. I, I, I sort of thought, gee, I, you know, it's an area that do we need as many? But we, and this is a bit of a segue um, into some of the research we, we do, in, and that is that we, we look at work styles of individuals uh, in organisations, and this is how we also sell to, to large companies and help them understand that, that if you just want to give your, all your employees a headset, you're going to get a result. You're not going to get the best result. You've got to get a situation where we we class them as personas um, in in the type of work style they do. Certain people like different technologies to help them do their job based on the work style that they are in and and um, and how they perform. So what we we try and do is help them survey. Their employees to give them the idea of maybe these, these, this set of technology might be more applicable to you. And whether it be, as I mentioned, on ear, in ear, um, this type of video equipment, et cetera. Um, it's, it it lays it out for them that it's not giving the employee a hundred percent of the choice because otherwise you would never get, you would, it'd be a nightmare in an organization to, get, to let everybody have that. But what it does is, is categorize them into six areas of, or six uh, personas that allow them to then say, well, I'm a, I'm a flexible worker in the office or I'm a mobile worker or I'm a, a mobile or a mobile executive or, and it gives them a choice of saying, okay, well this is more applicable to you in your work style. And so it gives that choice. Um, and Yes, it means probably more than one product will actually be the best thing for you, um, but it gives that that level of understanding that we're listening to you because you have preference, personal preference. Where some people like an over—I mean, I'm lucky enough that I well, lucky enough that doesn't—I don't care about my hair getting messed up or whatever else. And so, having over over um, technology is fine for me, but but not for others. Um, and so, personal preference does come in. And then you go down purposely down a contact center or a call center where one ear where they have to communicate with their other, with their supervisors, et cetera. You know, you've got different personas, different um, work styles based on jobs they perform.
0: Mm. Now let's talk a bit about the video bar tech because it seems like it's a really Mm. like a growing category, that idea of just being able to hit go and have a great video chat experience. As you say, if you're in the environment where you don't have to worry about that sort of extra noise and things, but, you know, there's clearly new products in this space, so yeah. How how have you seen that evolving for Poly?
1: So we came out with sort of two specific lines of video bars. One with a codec built into it, and what a codec means is that it, that it has technology built in. As you said, you don't need a compute, you don't need a computer um, specifically to run the device. It all has the smarts in it. That allow you to then just go onto a call, and it has all of that smarts in it, whether it be um, specifically built for a cloud platform like Teams or Zoom or or, or one of the other cloud providers. Um, that's the codec built into it, um, and that has great speaker technology, great video technology, and you know, we've we spent a lot of time and effort putting good amounts of time into that, primarily being driven by our heritage with Polycom and therefore having some really good smarts in it. Um, but it's, it, its heritage came from room-based technology. In mm. other words, it was based around either large room, medium, small, or a huddle room type design. Um, then what we started to see is people wanted to bring their own device into meeting rooms or bring their own device so the compute power is in the laptop or in a computer in, in inside the room where not as much technology or not as much smarts needed to be built into the bar. So it could be audio and video specific with only a USB connection into a into a laptop, and then it would be an extension of your laptop and have the camera and audio device built into it. So then in real terms, the codec is then built into the laptop, and so – then it didn't matter if you're connected to Zoom or Teams or, or whichever, it, all the smarts were built into the laptop. So we've gone down the path of then taking that one step further and then specifically building those bars even for the home market as well. So where you've got an individual, I'm using one at the moment for my camera um, where I can switch switch to it being the audio device as well, where, I mean, you'll see if I move away a little bit, it will, it'll then start to... Um, it should. Um, uh, I've
0: seen it adjust zoom, a couple zoom, of times. It, to, yeah, yeah there you It's, go. it's yeah. zooming into back. Yeah. So
1: it's like having a sort of a, a video camera crew sitting there and I've, um, I, I move back in and it will then readjust. Yeah. Um, and it does yeah, it I, quite like smoothly as
0: well, I have to yeah, say. I, it's, yeah. When I've so read about that, I wasn't sure, but it, it has that, you know, kind of nice smooth zoom to it so it feels so natural.
1: It's that kind of technology that just adds that little bit of extra um, professionalism in in the in having the real estate in a bar, yeah. So it can have a little bit of commu- com, um, smarts in the camera, so it allows that to happen. And you get the the um, the video work, but also the audio. And then there's one piece which which allows for that to happen is the there's multiple microphones to give an idea of where you are positioned, and it will focus its attention. Yeah, on right. Yeah.
0: No, it's, yeah, it's really great stuff, and it does seem like it's helping a lot of people. You know take that next step and one of the features i mm-hmm. noticed in there is the privacy shutter and i've seen that even on the yes. smaller sort of webcam from Polly. um it again a growing feature maybe it's part of that changing environments thing but you know what's what's your thinking around why it's gaining prominence on the list it seems more broadly as well people are just being more aware of this kind of a mm-hmm. question so having that feature seems important
1: Look, I, I think people like their privacy and I think they like to have control, not just in software. I think people like the physical control over, over, um, over privacy, especially when you're, when you're at home. I think the, the idea of being able to physically close the shutter on the camera um, allows people to have the comfort that there's a, a physical barrier between you and the virtual world. Um, I think people are, are more comfortable with that. It is something which we do provide in our very small products or our, what we class as our P5, which is just a, 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 the personal camera itself, yep. to even our, our video bars, we have that as well. So being able to physically close it off, that physical barrier, is something where we've seen our customers like it. Um, it is one of those things where um, I would... Honestly, say that 75 to 80% of people would never turn it up to close it off, but um, it is that 15% that that we cater for as well, which takes that extra little bit, you know, um, of uh, of. Of usage.
0: Yeah. I've seen plenty over the years of just little flaps of
1: cardboard that people have made <laughs> manual. <laughs> Posted uh, <post-it> notes sitting <laughs> over the front of laptops and things I've seen the same. Yeah.
0: Um, so, yeah, what do you feel does the, I guess, next year post pandemic future, mm-hmm. what does it start to look like for Polly? Do you think everything has kind of changed in a systemic way, almost not just a temporary way?
1: I definitely don't think it's temporary. I, 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 I see this as, and and for the right reasons, I think. I think it isn't just a, a case that people have moved in the, into this way um, and it's just stuck. I think people are realising that there's some redesigns in their business that have allowed for a couple of key things to happen, And and one of those is that employees have had a little bit of realisation that they can be productive um, I think they can have the real conversation with their, with their employers about, about the balance in between. I think there are many conversations going on that I think are probably too far one way to say, look, I, I now want to work full time from home, et cetera. And, and I think people have to realize that, that organizations have a culture to maintain as well. And, and that culture could well be that the culture needs to be. A, a, a percentage, I'm not going to say what percentage because yeah. it varies by, by whatever, but there is a percentage of, of being in the office and we're, we're starting to use the term in our, in our business that we, um, we work from home and we meet in the office um, in, instead of the other way around. If you're doing functions that you just are going to work to do email or going to work to do things that you could do more productively elsewhere, then do it elsewhere. We've been in, a, as you, as you rightly put, we're we're luxuri- in a luxurious position to have technology at our fingertips to allow us to be pretty um, able to do that. But not all companies have, but they realise that it is important to invest that way. I think the hybrid concept is is one here to stay. We're seeing the percentages go up from about forty five to about sixty five percent of organisations have have said that they will absolutely embrace more. Of that hybrid mobile environment than they would have pre-pandemic, um, um, which which shows that that trend is is here to here to stay. Um, at Poly, we've broken our sort of workforce into a a series of, and I'll lay it on top of that again is is personas, but underneath that is is the the work practices of of different functions inside the business, and that is that either 40% of the business will actually come to back to work at least four days a week. Um, the the other um, 30% will come in more of a hybrid environment around that two to three, and then there will be um, only a small, or I say small, but around that 30% mark will be um Remote always. In other words, there won't be an office in your area or whatever else, and you will just be basically working remotely. But that 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 percentage obviously will move depending on which which uh, which sector you're in. We deal a lot in finance, we deal a lot in in legal and government, and they're very those cultures in those three sectors alone are very office centric. Right? So I don't think there'll be massive shifts, but it's amazing even to see those those. Um, Office-bound cultures expanding their thinking yeah. because they've had a couple of key things here, Seamus, and they, they've been able to get uh, resources and skills from from geographic locations. And you are a prime example of this, where you don't need to be locked into a a, a commute into the office each day. You can actually perform your function from um, geographic um, uh, bounds. And so, from your perspective, you know being incredibly productive from the southern highlands is a great example of of many organizations even the ones like in legal and and finance can say we've got a bigger catchment um therefore i can get some get the right skills rather than just the skills that are available in the catchment
0: yeah. And look, I have no doubt Polly must be very good at uh, dog fooding its technology in this context as well, then, <laughs> given, you know, there's plenty of industries you, you're not quite sure. Are the people really using the thing they're selling me? Whereas uh, there'd be no question <laughs> for you guys.
1: Well, it's, it was interesting, actually. I was on a call just now, and, and uh, even, even all of us in our, it was an internal call, and, and we all talked about the fact is, is everybody at the right level of demonstrating every feature of our products and the, all the questions you just asked to be able to ensure that we can demonstrate that wherever we are. And uh, the, the the skill level of, of, of our employees, let alone our, our customers, have, have has increased dramatically because there have been yeah you know, they they've, they've had to use the technology quite quite heavily so it's been good
0: yeah so are there any other last thoughts on your mind or sort of you know, things people should understand about what you know what's out there now and what's coming next from Polly
1: well i i think i i think you you've you've nailed the, the the key points but i think the the key takeaways for for that i like to leave um, my customers with and and people i talk to about about this is be be open-minded about testing the different technologies. Being open-minded about when you start a call, say, how am I sounding? Am I am I clear enough in the call? Uh, make sure that my video is working. Make sure that what you're what you're doing is going to be a, a clear conversation. Am I, you know, is there anything I can do to improve what I'm doing? I think that that allows that to happen. The second part is, I think it's interesting when you are on video calls every day, how you condense your day into time slots. Very differently than you did if you went to the office. Give yourself some time. Give yourself some free time. Get up and walk around. Make sure that you have that 15-minute decompress. Make sure that you have a conversation about nothing involved with the with the uh, with the agenda to allow you to realise that that is an important way of interacting with people. So the 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 way that people do interact in the room virtually is as important, um, you know, uh, and I think that equality of experience is critical and using a professional uh, device does allow for that incremental level of communication that um allows you to do a lot more things than normal. I mean I've started to employ people without ever physically ever meeting them and that's something which I never thought I'd do two years ago in a you know when they literally just live in the same city but I've you know, not being able to meet them and having to have these kind of conversations to employ people allows you to use different techniques and and uh, look it's a great sector to be in um and but I I think the Usage of technology, but but try different ones. Try different technology because I think you'll 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 be amazed at the difference.
0: Excellent. Look, thank you so much for your time, Andy. Really appreciate it.
1: James, it's been a pleasure.
0: Thanks again to Andy Hurt, managing director of Polyanz. This is a Side podcast. You can, of course keep up with us in all sorts of ways get to the website at biteside.com grab the newsletter and generally keep up across all social media you can follow me at Seamus on twitter and you can find all things biteside via at biteside too catch you
1: again real soon